It was supposed to be like a hello, 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 hello. hello. Okay, okay. Hello. 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 Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to Fairly Friends, the podcast where we share our thoughts, stories, opinions, deepest, darkest secrets. Harmonies. Truths. Yeah, harmonies. We're harmonies. doing harmonies, apparently. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Glee. Don't know what's happening to me. I... I'm suspicious on I was, myself. I was thinking like High School Musical. That was where I went. High School Musical, the musical. The series. <laughs> the series. <laughs> As always, I'm your host, Sid Groves. And next to me in this brand new podcast studio. Jordi Pagano. And if you haven't noticed, I mean, I really haven't been posting the videos on YouTube because uh, I'm out of storage on my computer. <laughs> We're in a new studio, which is super awesome, right here in Holmdel, New Jersey, in Bellworks, which is actually the most confusing and aesthetically pleasing place I've ever seen. This place is insane. It. I want to get married here. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I'm, I want to get married in Hawaii. That's oh, you want to do the a locals destina- pronounce it? Hawaii. 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 You're. You want to do a destination? Yep. Why? I think because. When you do a destination wedding, anyone can really come. Like you invite a bunch of people, but it's kind of like on their own terms. Like, hey, do you want to like pay this price to fly out and this and that? So for the most part, when you do a destination wedding, it's really just your closest friends and, it saves and mon- your family. It, you save money. Save money. You do the honeymoon and the wedding at the same time. You could do that. And I feel like a honeymoon with your closest friends and your family is so fun. It's like going on vacation with everyone. Yeah, but wouldn't you want something a little bit more intimate with you and your, your new spouse? I mean, I feel like... You can set aside like two days where like you do some intimate like loan like on your own type stuff. But I feel like the idea of, I don't know, getting married in like a cute little chapel, like a little church, like an island church. So you want to get married in a church. That's important to you. Yes. Yes. Did you research if there's Catholic churches in Hawaii? Yes. You did research this. (laughs) That was a lie. I did not (laughs) research that. I assume though. I mean, I'm sure that there's at least one. There is, there is a, there is like a church there. I just don't, I, I'm, yeah. There's a church. Ming, let's look it up. Are there classic, class, there's, are the, the, uh, there's a, ho- there's a resort. Um, are there Catholic in, churches in Hawaii? In Hawaii? There's Catholic churches in Hawaii? Yeah, there's one um at, at this resort. I forgot what it's called, but it is a Oh, nice so you one. researched the resort. And the resort Do has you have a, a color there. scheme that you want, Jordan? No, not not in particular. I mean, I'd like to fit the island theme. Okay. You know, maybe like a... Would you go white tux? No, because I can't go white. My bride's got white. That's true. And I don't I don't want to overshadow her on, on her big day. That's true. You're a big personality. You have that option. To yeah, overshadow. and I think in my regular suit, I probably will be just as close to, you know, overshadowing her. Yeah, I actually have so many weddings like coming up that I have to attend. Like not like as a bridesmaid or just like um not as a bridesmaid just as a guest okay I we're at that age now yes we are at that age now and, and especially you like with an older man's yes my you're man's certainly is older. at that age all of his friends are getting married but it's funny actually Which what puts a lot of pressure on him not really I wouldn't I wouldn't say so ever. he's a daddy he is a daddy <laughs> right oh he's got kids. So, yeah. <laughs> He has children. <laughs> no, when I say that he's a daddy, I don't mean that he has children. So don't think that he has children. He could. Um, No, he doesn't. Floating around. Nope, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that he has any potential children. Okay, that's good. Yes, that is good. But 
Athena and I have often talked about, I think that honestly, like as girls were brought up and gender stereotypes, you're, women are always told that like marriage is the most important thing to happen to them. I think especially, and they instill it into gun girls at a very young age. So I have obviously had my wedding plan since I was seven mm-hmm. and I love the color scheme, black, white hints of red. Ooh, that's real, nice. real that's, classic. That's, and, that's and I wouldn't do a wedding in the summer. I wouldn't do a summer wedding. I would do like a fall winter wedding. Okay. I just went to a wedding on New Year's Eve and it was so much fun. Yeah? Yeah. It was real fun. It was fun. But I agree. I think like the perfect time, if you're going to do a wedding in like the summertime, it's got to be like towards May or like. It's too hot at the end. It's too hot in August. Like don't have your wedding. Did you know that my brother is an ordained minister and he like marries people? It's the funniest thing I've (laughs) ever That's actually. so funny. His name is Tyler and his Instagram is Ty in the Knot. I think that's so funny. He married my one brother. Okay. And then he married my aunt. It's so easy to become an ordained yeah, minister. Yeah, you just like. You could literally just do it online. I think honestly, like I might just do it just for fun. My cousin is an ordained minister and he did a little certificate thing. And he's married to Can you marry two of your our cousins. Self? Can you do that? Ma- ma- I you stumped me. I, I feel like that might be illegal. That might be I, just hard to do too. Like, uh, me? Do you take you to be? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What you Repeat that for myself. Well, all this marriage talk got me thinking about love or whatever. But today we're going to be talking about self love, which honestly doesn't sound like that funny of a topic. But I think that Jordan and I could dig deep into both of our trauma and try to make it a little bit comical yeah, you got to be able to laugh at uh you got to be able to laugh at yourself your, your baggage yes or yeah. damage honestly i would you consider yourself damaged no okay so well <laughs> i had like a, a difficult time the other day and i like said oh i am a little da- like i'm damaged or i don't want you to think i'm damaged mm-hmm. or something and my partner reassured me. He's like, I do not think that you're like that. Like, I understand that everyone goes through something mm-hmm. and we all have things that we have to deal with. Very emotionally mature of him to say. Which I get that we all have things that we have to go through. Mm-hmm. And I think that the journey of self-love is something really important. And it's a really like mainstream topic, especially now about like, you need to love yourself. And I see so many things on Instagram, so many things on TikTok. If I had a shot for every time a 13 year old girl came on my for you page and was like, you're beautiful. I would be dead within milliseconds because I'm like, thanks 13 year old girl that you don't know what I look like. Like, You don't know who I am as an individual. According to Jordan, I'm not nice. (laughs) Well, according to like Kat said it too. No, she said I'm. <laughs> you weren't nice. I'm. I could not be nice, but I'm a kind person. Yeah, I'm kind, but I'm also just. You're like really, an onion. You've got a lot of layers, and you got to peel them back. And I'm once really you, sarcastic. Once you get to the core of the onion, you taste. You're you're nice. Maybe maybe an apple would have been better example. Um, I don't really see how that. Maybe an orange. Orange have peels. Yeah, yeah. You're like an orange. Okay. You're not an onion. Yeah. I, I mean, I like onions. They give me heartburn occasionally. <laughs> Ugh, I hate onions. Oh, really? Are you like a picky eater? No, but I just like, 
What's appealing about an onion? They they just smell. Oh, I love to put them. Like I made them this morning. I like sautéed some. I had some with my eggs. Eggs and onions? Yeah, you never had like an omelet? Yeah, I've had an omelet, but I just <laughs> don't get onions in my omelet. What do you I like put? onions in like my like my sauce. Oh, obviously, like, you yeah. have to have onions. Yeah, in like your I sauce. can eat onions. Like no, I'm not like raw onion, sautéed onion on anything. I will I. put raw onions in a salad. I'll put raw onions on a sandwich. Raw onions on a burger. So you're a big onion girl. I would say that I have a, a, a decent palate. Like mm -hmm. I like a lot of foods. There are some foods I don't like, some weird texture foods. But I definitely have discovered like eating really healthy. I've always eaten pretty healthy. Even when I was little, <laughs> when I was little, <laughs> my mom used to pack me and my brothers the most healthy lunches. And so one time my mom went to like back to school night or something and she feels really good about herself. She's patting herself on the back. Like I feed my kids <laughs> healthy foods, like whatever. And a mother came up to her and was like, oh my gosh, are you Tyler's mom? She's like, yes, I am. Like, oh, I pack your son like an extra cupcake and yodel every day. And my mom was like, don't do that. Don't feed my kid this <laughs> processed garbage. Dora's crazy like that, but we love her. <laughs> but I like I wasn't allowed to have soda when I was little. So even now, like I never had soda until I was an adult and I was drinking it with alcohol. That's I, wild. I know I never had. I wasn't allowed to have like sugary cereals for breakfast. I was only allowed to have my snacks. Okay. Um, things like that. I always I was a big vegetable gal. I love vegetables had a weird thing with fruit. I don't know what it was. You didn't like fruit? Didn't really trust them that much. Honestly, don't trust cantaloupe. Still don't. It's suspicious. If you eat cantaloupe, I'm suspicious about you. I think that you might be a Russian spy. Like, I really don't know. Is Cantaloupe, that's the orange one, right? Yeah. See, I get confused with cantaloupe and honeydew sometimes. They're basically the same thing and they're both suspicious. They're both not good. They're both disgusting. They're not good. Like, if you just, like, get a cantaloupe <laughs> and chop it up, I'm calling you out, honestly. No one is safe here. I woke up this morning and I chose violence. You're <laughs> weird. Like, don't do that. Don't eat cantaloupe. As we're talking about love, self love. But love yourself! <laughs> you're a weirdo, but love yourself. Yeah, it's okay that you're a, I'm a sociopath. I'm like, sweating, so much. <laughs> you're so, why are you so hot? You keep, like, fanning yourself down. I'm sweating! It was. It's the marriage question I brought up. <laughs> You're like, am I getting married? <laughs> well, that's like I'm married. I've been dating him for a month. It's fine. No big deal. <sighs> I'm literally dripping. Oh, what's going on? I don't on? think it's that hot in this here. This is my hair. <laughs> Should I just shave it off? What's happening? Yeah, well, you, uh, am I going through menopause? <laughs> are you... <laughs> All right, loving myself. Yeah. Let's talk about loving yourself. So, Jordan, as we've discussed in other episodes, like, we both were in sports that really caused you to hate yourself. Yeah. So, it's difficult. Like, honestly, growing up, I can say that when I'm little and, like, you're dancing with other girls and you're little, you all basically have, like, similar body types. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are some that are a little bit larger than others. Um, but I have always, for the most part, been pretty thin. I didn't really have like wide hips, like as I shouldn't if I was little, like that'd be crazy. Yeah. But when you go through puberty, like you don't really know what's going to happen with your body. You don't know like if you're going to develop curves, if you're going to be boxy, if you're going to get big boobs, mm -hmm. if you're going to get a fat ass, like you don't really know. <laughs> you don't really know what's happening. So when I went through puberty, 
I I don't have like super wide hips. Like I wouldn't be like, I have, I'm not like, I wouldn't no. consider myself thick. Like if you're listening, I do not consider myself thick, but I would consider myself an hourglass figure. I would say that I have a voluptuous lower half. <laughs> I don't, you work out. I work out. You're athletic. I am athletic. I do have athletic. I'm very lean on my upper body. Mm -hmm. But now, so now you take a bunch of girls that look the same, fit in the same costume, whatever, when they were dancing. And now you, they grow up and they're all different shapes and sizes. And, and it's difficult because you can totally look at someone and be like, wow, like they look so good in that costume. Why don't I look like that? And I was at the portion of dance where... We used to wear, like rock shorts. Like my, we never wore tights, but we always used to like rock booty shorts. Like that was something that was underneath the okay. skirts. Like booty shorts were always worn, but there was a transitioning period where booty shorts then became like briefs, and they were basically like bathing suit bottoms. Okay, so they were like higher up. Like so, I used to have to, <laughs> I used to have to elastic the legs of my shorts. So that my shorts wouldn't ride up because I had thicker thighs and a thicker booty. But now with the briefs, I was like screwed. Yeah. There was one girl that I danced with. I remember like looking at her in the costumes and I was like, wow, like I wish I looked like that. Like I wish I could fit in that costume and mm -hmm. look like her. And that's like something that sucks because now like you're looking at that person and you're envious and then you're looking at yourself in the mirror for eight hours a day and you don't like what you see. And then your your coach, your teacher, whoever it is, is saying that you don't look good in your costume. So then you go home and you cry. Yeah. Obviously. Sounds about right. You, you go home and you cry for five minutes, though, because that's all you're allowed to do. And you're not allowed <laughs> to cry for any longer. And I definitely had a difficult time, I think, really liking how I looked. And then let's not mention that my father, Clint Groves. Kiss, kiss your friends. Hate your dad. Loves, loves to call me fat. Like, yeah. I think that that's... Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> it's always on your private screen. Like, my dad just called me fat. Like, okay. <laughs> I think that, that that's his favorite pastime. I'm really not kidding. His to-do list when he wakes up in the morning is like, wake up, watch Life Below Zero, watch a bunch of random conservative uh, propaganda on YouTube, make black <laughs> coffee, and, and call Sydney fat. Like, that's like, I'm positive. Maybe fix the house a little bit. But like, <laughs> call Sydney, insult my daughter. Insult my daughter. <laughs> Because I will never forget the first time that he ever said something remotely about how I looked was I was walking through an airport. We had just visited his family in Texas and he was like, you know what? Your legs are looking a little big. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I look big. My mom was like, no, they don't. But like they did. Like, I guess they did. Kind of. He's like, I'm just doing this because I care. <laughs> <laughs> You're calling me fat because you care. That's what it is. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'd say this because I love you, but I, you're repulsive. I'd say this because I love you, but you look like a beach whale. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like, th this is just something now about, like, my appearance, which, like, is only just one aspect of self-love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, there is so much about self-love. And like I said, I think that that's super mainstream now. And I think that a lot of the times it's almost, like, too overly positive that it's, like, calm down. You know, it stop throwing it in everyone's face. Yeah. Because, because like. I also think there's a degree to like loving yourself. Like if, yes. you're, un, if you're like physically unhealthy, 
Like maybe yes. you shouldn't love yourself. No, no, no. no. I mean, I wouldn't. Not, I wouldn't not, use that. Not phrasing. shouldn't love like, yourself, but, but like you should just be conscious. Like, yeah, yeah you like, should be totally body positive. If you, of course, you should feel a hundred percent comfortable in your own skin. If you, if that's like for me, I love working out and I love being like physically fit and like looking physically fit. And I, you know realize like that's for me it's like not for anyone else it's so that i look at myself in the mirror and i like how i look i don't give an f if that guy over there thinks i look cute or that girl is is looking at me and thinks wow she looks good like i do not care it's for me however like if you aren't like on that aspect of like how you want to be in tip-top shape and you you know if you're more comfortable with like not being like that then that's totally fine however you should be keep in mind like that you should be living a healthy lifestyle yeah to to, to some extent I, I like you don't have to be eating fruits and veggies and salads and this every day but i do agree like you need to be conscious of like am i tipping like the you know am i on like the edge of being like unhealthy where like I'm putting my life at risk. Yeah. Like, like you should, like you don't need to kill yourself over yeah. eating super well. Like you no. don't need to be counting calories every five seconds. You don't need to be weighing yourself like that. And I understand that there's some people that have those disorders yeah. that, you know, that's an issue. I definitely have struggled with that, but you know, you can like, I always see those Instagram posts, like enjoy those fries, girl. Like, yeah, you can enjoy yeah, fries, for sure. but then you like, it, Balance. Probably, probably like eating a lot of cholesterol is not the best idea every single day. But, but like if that's what makes you happy, then like go eat those fries. Like I don't know, whatever. It's like a fine line of, you know, loving yourself and like not caring what other people think about you. Like I'm a, I don't really care what other people. Yeah, we could tell. Yeah, I don't care. Like (laughs) the other day, I, I actually tricked my girlfriend that. I was colorblind and she believed me. And I was like, that's why my clothes never match because like, I can't tell what the colors are. And she believed me. And then finally I was like, no, I'm just joking. She's like, you're closing. Like, I was like, yeah, no, I just really don't care. Like if I want to put, I think I wanted to wear like tie dye with like stripes or something. And she was like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, why? I want to do it. Well, your girlfriend does have a very good sense of style. Yeah, she does. She's got, she put some fire fits on. She does. She do be putting fire fits. And she's got range. She, she can do from what I from what I've learned is called streetwear. Yes. Which is you're like for the people that don't know what streetwear is like I did, did not know. So it's, it's not just sweatpants and like a sweatshirt. It's like nice jogger type things with like Supreme and I think it's called off white. Off white. Off white. Kiff. Kiff. Yeah, it's another one. Supreme Kiff. Off white. All those like streetwear yeah. brands that. I thought like this was streetwear. Like no. it's a sweatshirt. Like this would be a streetwear. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I still don't really know this the concept. This would be concepts. streetwear. My, I'm, I'm wearing leggings, but like my sneakers would be streetwear. Yes, yes. Like Air Force is like sneakers and stuff. That's streetwear. Yeah. But then she could also like pull on, put out like little bl- bl- <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Uh, like a blazer and this and that. Like she's got, she can dress. She got range. She got range. But Shout that's out. like important that you as a partner though are like supportive of how she dresses. Yeah. Like, you know. Because I don't dress like that. Yeah. And, and she also, she's not trying to change how no. you dress or anything. Because at that point you have to be so self-loving that you don't change who you are for, for that anyone. person. Yeah. Which I think is sometimes like difficult. And I definitely found that after I was in a toxic relationship and I got out of it, I like really 
like I had no, like I didn't know my self-worth. Like I was so completely like distraught and, and not even like a distraught over the relationship, just distraught that I lost who I was. Cause I gave up so much. Yeah. Like you lost. And it was just like crumbled under this person's ego. And you lost more than just your boyfriend when you broke, when you broke up, because when you were with him you said that my family you know, didn't, yeah didn't approve of it no not even that like your friends you didn't talk oh, to your yeah. friends so you I didn't lost have, guy friends like, yeah, like i didn't have like my family i didn't have my friends so it was difficult for sure and that's why like when i ended the relationship i like really didn't canoodle with anyone like i didn't mm -hmm. really talk to any guy seriously or whatever and it wasn't until i would say this summer is when i realized like I am okay now with who I am because I had to build myself up. Yeah. Like I had to remind myself, like I said, you a bad bitch. Who the hell are you? That's what I wake up in the morning and I'm like, who the hell am I? I'm that bitch. <laughs> but that's what you got to do. No, but that's what you got to do. And, and for some people it's easier than others because I think a lot of the times you can get fooled by your own self-worth. Not only that. Do you know what I mean now? Yeah. Like that you can think that you know what it is and then you get into something and then you realize, oh, wait, I don't know what it is. And then it ends poorly and then you're like, oh, I'm back to square one. Well, that's like when people – like I think the dumbest thing to do after a breakup is like I just need to go get with a bunch of girls or a bunch of guys now and get it off my mind because you're not focusing on – Yourself. Yourself. You're just, you're trying I, to I find think, your happiness I in other people. I think that hookup culture is so toxic. Yeah. And I've always been one to say that, like, if you're going to hook up with someone, like, like I said, if this is like, I'm not like shitting on anyone's lifestyle, no. if that's what they do or whatever. I know personally, and I've talked to like Kat and Sophia about this. I personally and my friends personally, like we can't handle that. Like we, I'm, I'm not that type of person. No. And I think that anything casual, like casually hooking up with someone is actually really damaging to my own self. Like I would m probably like make myself more confused and then I would, you know, be my a, an absolute head case because I'm dealing with that. I'm, I'm not like a serial monogamist, like how like some of my friends like got into relationships mm -hmm. as a relationship, but you know, I am very comfortable with my relationship now. Like I think that it's right. Like, and it was a decent time. Like we, we, it was organic. It was very organic. It happened naturally. I wasn't searching for it. No. And you know, neither of us were searching for anything. We just found each other, which sounds super <laughs> sappy. <laughs> Match made in heaven. All right. I'm not going to cry here. On this <laughs> Cause I will get emotional, but yeah, that's, that's something that I think that people have like a difficult time with. And it's it's really different for everyone. But how would you say that you've dealt with finding your self-worth and self and loving yourself? I, I don't think I ever had a a problem loving myself in terms of like appearance or like, you know, physical things or anything so like that. So you mean to tell me that you've never looked at the mirror one day and been like, I do not like what I say and change everything? Because I did my freshman year of college, I did that. My freshman year of college, I one day I looked in the mirror and I said, I don't like how I look. I don't like how I'm acting. I'm going to completely change myself. No. Okay. And then people are like, wait, who is that? See, That's me. See, like changing yourself. Yeah, I've, I've looked in the mirror and, 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 then th I my hair. and thought about that. But like 
physically, like, you know, I'm like, even if I don't like something on my body, I, I always kind of understood, like, listen, that's that's my face. That's my. So what are your thoughts actually on, like, plastic surgery? If it makes you happy, it makes you happy. That's what I say. I think that if you want to get surgery, you could totally yeah, get surgery. Now, I, I totally thought about getting my nose on before. I'll admit it. I don't think, like, you know, getting your nose, your lips, your, you know, like. What e- do you mean? Everything. Like, I'm talking, like, going full out, like. Oh, like, completely different face? Yeah, in terms of, like, you just keep getting work done. Um you know, to an extent, again, if it makes you happy, then cool. And maybe you do look better, but I feel like nine times, like a nose job is like, that uh, That helps a lot of people. My my sister got one at 16. Really? She was like, hated, like never took pictures, like, you know, would cry all the time about it and then got her nose job and like, she like loves the way she looks now. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's not like a you know, superficial, like I'm so hot type of thing. Like but you, like, she's like, you have to like, she how loves you herself. Look. Yeah. She like loves the way she looks. And it, it's cool to like see. Cause at the end of the day, it could cause bad mental health. Yeah. You know? of course. And it's so difficult. Like I remember being younger and I think I was in elementary school. I, I don't know why this memory is popping into my mind. I was walking down the hallway and I was touching my nose, like the bridge of my nose. Cause mm-hmm. I remembered that no other girls in my class had bridges on their nose. Mm-hmm. And my, despite I'm a half Italian, my nose isn't Italian though. Like my, my nose is from my dad, and my dad is just like a white guy. Like, white and guy. I mean like white. Like that's how he pronounces Clint. white. So that's how you know he's really white. So that's where my nose comes from. Now I think it's probably like English or so like. You have a white whatever. man's nose. It's <laughs> my biggest fear, a white man. No. no. <laughs> But I remember being like, I, I want a nose job. Yeah. But I'm like, what? I'm in elementary school. How old am I? Like, yeah. Wait. Ming just looked up a white, white man's, man's nose. <laughs> Ryan Gosling's on there. Is that what my bad. nose looks like? No. Okay. I don't. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but I. <laughs> I then. Uh, when I was in middle school, I was made fun about this kid said I looked like Anne Frank because I, I guess he was insinuating that Anne Frank has a larger nose. nose and I didn't grow into my face yet. Like I'm going mm. through puberty. Like I'm going through an awkward stage and, and kids are so mean. Kids are mean. Kids are mean. And I'm like, oh, should I get a nose job? I don't know. My mom was like, you're 13. You're, you're 10. <laughs> you're 10 years old. Knock it off. And now I'm an adult. And I think that TikTok was really out to get me at one point this summer because I really only saw nose job <laughs> videos. And they were all like, this is a sign. Get your nose done. Yeah. And I'm like, I do have a deviated septum where I like could get, could it. get yeah. my nose job. But if I get rid of my nose, like, would I be the same person? Yeah, I think you would. I don't think your nose defines who I don't know. you are. I feel are. like I make so many jokes about it. It might be a personality trait at this point. <laughs> it could be a personality trait. That is true. But I've seen like you don't even have to go under the knife for it. You can get like fillers in your mm-hmm. nose and the bump will go down. Okay. Which like, right. I don't – I look at my nose now. I'm like, it's really not that big. No, it's I not. I mean, it's very – I don't have to contour my nose, how these girls like contour it to make it more narrow because it's naturally narrow. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I have a bridge on my nose yeah. where like some people don't have bridges on their nose, which is cool for you. But now I love 
my face. I have, yeah. cool, I have really cool eyes and I like to You do have cool eyes. Thank you. You have very pretty eyes. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> I like to emphasize my cool eyes. I like to dye my hair because I like to dye my hair. Yeah. Self-love is important. Now, sometimes I treat myself a little too much though. <laughs> I'm what, like, you treat that? yourself, and then I like, I'm like, oh wait, I shouldn't treat. Yeah, myself. Like, I don't have the money to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the money to do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've never had a problem like physically being like, I hate the way this looks. But I have looked like in a mirror and been like, just you kind of like catch yourself sometimes, and you're like, what am I doing? Like with like in terms of like the things you're doing, mm. like leisurely, like for for your fun, like in your spare time. And I think for me, when wrestling ended this year, COVID, you know, ended wrestling before like nationals could happen. And I felt ready to go. I broke my hand right before the tournament too. So I was already like- Sad boy. Sad boy in the sense of I didn't get to wrestle at the Big Ten tournament for which people don't who don't know, you wrestle in the Big Tens and then, you know, you place a certain, um, you place at a certain, you know, number so 14 people i think my weight took top seven i need to take top seven to go um i couldn't wrestle on that so i broke my hand thankfully i had a good enough season to where i got an at-large bid which just means you know you qualified prior to um you know nationals and big tens this and that so i had a broken hand i was already like you know saying to myself like like why me like two Mm -hmm. two elbow surgeries i missed two seasons now I have this great year, feel like I can really win a national title. I break my hand three days before the Big Ten tournament. And I'm like, God, like, I don't get it. Like, why are you testing me? Like, for three years they now. He really do be testing us For three though. years. This I'm isn't like, a religious podcast, but like, he really be, do be testing us. Yeah, he really do be. And <laughs> just be like this. <laughs> he really just do. And then, you know, my hand's starting to heal. You know, there's two weeks before nationals. It's still broken, but I'm like, I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to compete. I think I can win still. And then that gets canceled and it's COVID. And I'm like, I'm able to tell myself at that moment in March, you know what? This is bigger than wrestling. People are dying. Like, this is serious. Yeah. No one knew what was going on at that point either. Like, it, the world was shut down. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing okay in quarantine. First, like, month. So all of March, am I right? You know, April, I'm all right. And, like, May... You know, I'm starting to like be like, man, like I feel a little off. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I off? I'm usually a pretty happy kid. Yeah, you you are happy. Yeah, I was like, I'm like usually a pretty happy kid. Like, I don't get it. But sometimes the happiest people are hurt on the inside. That is true. I'm, I tend to be a barrier. I bury stuff it's not deep healthy, down. Jordan. No, it's not. And it it ex- I erupted. Yeah. So you <laughs> wait. What? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Can you not make that motion towards me? Ever again. While using will... the word he prepped it. I'm sorry. I feel so attacked right now. I feel attacked. I didn't mean to. I, <laughs> I did my... it again. I was going to keep my hands on my side. But Sit on long. your hands. Sit on your hands. Quiet. Never been so disrespectful. Quiet hands, quiet feet. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I, you know, was like, what is it? it? It's, you know, immediately I thought, okay, it's my grad program. Like, I'm not in love with being a teacher. Um, yeah. Student teaching is not it. Is that so? I switched my program to to sports business, which I currently am enjoying. Um, so that was good. So now for like two three weeks, I'm like back to myself. I feel like, and then again, like this wave comes and I'm I'm like just like feel off, and I'm like, what is it? 
so it wasn't that. And at the time, I I have a girlfriend, um, and I'm like, is it my relationship? Like, maybe I'm unhappy. And I just for the next like two months, month and a half, I just tackled like you know the idea of of am I unhappy in my relationship? And eventually, I you know I break up with my girlfriend, and immediately like I'm you know I'm like that was not it mm-hmm. like something there's something wrong with me I told her that I was just feeling off this and that and I thought it was a relationship and she was super okay with it and then the next you know I think like three days go by and she's like texting me she's like we need to talk like I need some closure some things I have to say which is be- I don't believe before I can move on okay. and I'm like you know what like you deserve that I just blindsided you and we we're talking and the then blindside. Good yeah. movie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Sandra Bullock. Sorry. Sorry, Sandra Bullock. Sorry, Jordan Pagano. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we talk and she pretty much like is beating it out of me. Like, this makes no sense. This makes no sense. And finally, I'm just like, I I don't think I lo- like love myself. Like, I can't like love you. That's so important. You have to love yourself. Yeah. And it Before was so like weird to say. And I was like, it's like very humbling to admit it. It's it's very difficult. I will say that I commend you for admitting it and then telling all of our listeners that. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, you know, we from there, like I was like, I just need to figure this out, like on my own, like I can't be with someone. And and I spent the summer instead of figuring it out, I spent the summer down the shore drinking every single day and forgetting about my problems. And it worked. Until summer ended, yeah, and I couldn't couldn't escape the alcohol anymore because it wasn't socially acceptable to be drinking at your house every single night. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then it hit me again, probably a little bit harder. Yeah, and I was like scrambling um, to like figure it out and to, to find that happiness. And it actually took, um, you know, so it took a rejection really again because I was like okay, my, there was nothing wrong with my relationship maybe. And so I, I was scrambling to, to make myself happy. And one thing I tr- was trying to do was put my happiness on other people, like find my do. happiness in other people. Which you can't do. Yeah, and it, it's just not real. And, and I think that's like kind of what we're talking about with the, you know, the hookup culture of you're doing that to like make yourself happy and you're mm-hmm. trying to find that happiness in something that's really not going to make you happy. Yeah. And I think I was just in my head I was like you can't be you you can't feel this way. Yeah. You need to like figure something out like what has made you happy in the past and I was like trying to figure it out and then finally I just kind of I actually came across a quote and again not a religious podcast but it said <laughs> if God brings you to it he'll bring you through it. And I kind of sat with it for a second. This sounds like a relig- we're just trying to convert all of yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we started off talking about getting married in a church in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Ming <laughs> ah, just looked up Jesus, <laughs> but but yeah, and and I just kind of realized. No, but honestly, it's it's like really whatever you need to do. Like I'm a person of faith. Like I really, there are obstacles that I've often come through, and I've had just like to hold the hold the cross to get through it. But don't are you pulling out your cross? You're just gonna hold it. Sometimes I I just put it in my mouth. Probably that's up, an upside down cross. It's a little satanic, but oh. don't do that. Don't do th- nope. All right, okay. <laughs> I'll just hold it for now on. I've but, been chewing on this thing but, for a while. Well, you so you made a point though that you said that you 
you know, broke up with your ex-girlfriend and it was completely blindsided and, and you had to really look within and that's when you decided that you don't love yourself. And and it's important that you have to love yourself before you get into a relationship with that person. And now I'm not saying though, and, and I've come to realize this, that self-love and loving yourself doesn't necessarily mean that you're so positive about yourself mm -hmm. all the time. Because I think that even too much positivity can be negative. Yeah, There are definitely things like, I'm a very confident person. I would say, was my confidence knocked down a little bit? Yeah, I felt like those little creatures in Ariel when they get like <laughs> sucked about by Ursula, those little like <laughs> creatures on the ocean the floor. Soulless creatures. I felt like that at one point and <laughs> And I definitely had to rebuild myself. And now when I say like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, wait, but I'm that bitch. Like, yeah, I did that. But it's not like it just happened overnight. Yeah. Like I definitely had to rebuild myself. And I can have people telling me all the time, like Sid, you're so great. Sid, blah, 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 blah. You're amazing. You, we love you. Just because someone tells you that, like doesn't mean you believe exactly. it. Exactly. It almost makes you feel worse about yourself when people are like, because you're kind of like, why do people feel this way about me? I don't even see myself yes. like that. Exactly. Like, are they lying? Like what yeah, is... Yeah, so honestly, when I really... This kind of sounds bad. I kind of just like stopped like caring about a lot of things. I, but it's not like I'm, I don't care about like important things. It was just like, I don't really care about like your opinion of me. Yeah. Like if you, like honestly, there are some people that I come in contact with that, that really do like stay gossiping at as, as an adult. And I'm like, I really don't care about what you think about yeah. me. Like, what is about me that you find the need to talk about me still? Like, it's just, it's wild. I like who I am now. Like, I don't care. So that was like something that really built my self-confidence. And then I, I don't know, it just happened over time reading, like, you know, expanding my mind. But even though I am a confident person and I am very comfortable with myself and things that I do and, and who I am as an individual, I, I believe it's really strong to build like a firm foundation as to who you are. Because then if you incorporate other people into your life, those people can't knock down that foundation. But if you don't have a firm foundation as to who you are as an individual and your your own self-love, then that becomes lost in the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Someone yeah. else can build their foundation on top of your ruins. Yeah. That was really deep. Should I write a book or something? No. Should but we start a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> We should. How do we get to, get this started in it? Who knows? Ming, do you have any ideas? <laughs> but I'm saying like, there are definitely days when I'm insecure. Yeah. I, I get insecure sometimes. There, there are things that I know that I have to work on as an individual. I self-sabotage sometimes. And that's something that I need to, to knock it off. Self-fulfilling prophecies. Psych. Psychology. Oh, I... Oh, you'd have no psych background? I had to gen psych that. Okay. Then. Well, then you should know that. Okay. Whatever. I got to see in the <laughs> class. <laughs> Whatever. Me too. <laughs> I got to see in that. Ended up being my major. <laughs> That's so embarrassing for you. Yeah. I hate psychology. I <laughs> think <laughs> so. really interesting. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, and it's, it's so difficult to honestly, like, say, especially to people that are feeling like some type of way well you know what one thing for me and i don't even think i i said this yet or even like i, I realized the reason i was feeling that way was because you know wrestling had ended mm -hmm. and it for me it was like losing a loved one and i know that sounds so dramatic but, but it's not i had been wrestling since i was four i'm 24 now so it was 20 years of my life 19 i think at the time and it 
just ended and it ended abruptly because yes. of COVID. It ended before I accomplished or had the chance to accomplish what I wanted to. And I poured my relationship with my best friend, Sam, who passed away, who was Into on the, the wrestling sport, team yeah. with me and I've known since I was eight. Um, I poured our our relationship into, you know, getting this done for me and you. Mm-hmm. And, and when I couldn't get it done in my head, I, I felt like I not only let myself down, but I let him down. Aww. And I didn't accomplish the things that, you know, not that I set out to do, but that we set out to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was trying to, you know, have him, you know, live live his life through me. And when it when it was over, um, I felt like there was nothing more I could do for him, mm-hmm. which I was wrong, obviously, you know. He still gets to live through me, but I took wrestling ended ending so personal and so much harder than probably most of the seniors who had their season cut like that because of what I, um, you know, what Poured I felt like, sport, yeah, yeah, and like what I felt like I would had on the line, mm-hmm. and it was just it was hard, and it was hard for me to accept that wrestling was that important to me because at the end of the day, it's a sport, yeah, and I. I was like, there's no way that I'm sad because yeah. of wrestling. I'm thankful that dancing in college didn't end abruptly. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to say maybe the week before COVID locked down everything, we had our final game. Yeah. But at that time, I was auditioning for something professionally, mm-hmm. and that was put on pause. Now, that was something that was a really big deal for me because I've always wanted to dance professionally. Yeah. And I um, I always, like, remain positive when I was in a toxic relationship, my partner had expressed to me that he wouldn't want to date a professional dancer. Of course he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't. Because <laughs> why would he? I don't want to date an Uber driver. <laughs> but that was kind of like a, this was kind of like my last, like I am sticking it to you because I can do whatever I put my mind to and, and I do not care about your yeah. opinion. And when that, you know, was put on pause. Like I was kind of left in the dark. It wasn't like an abruptly ended. We were still like, it might happen. It might not happen. I was in like a group chat with a bunch of the girls that were finalists and they were all like, we have to remain positive. But at the same time, I was also like, you have to be realistic here. Like the season starts in September. Yeah. You know, it's August now. We haven't heard anything. Like it's, it's not gonna, it's really, you just have to take it at face value. Like it's not happening. You gotta accept it. Yeah. You have to. And that's hard to do. Yeah. Accepting, you know your flaws and and con- you have to con- be able to control your con- anything you have to control be able to control controllables but this like situation wasn't a controllable that we can control no. and that's like our flaws and how we think in our mind like they're controllables i think to an extent you know there yeah. there are so many things that you can control you can your control thoughts. you know your effort and enthusiasm to anything or you know the way you react to things yeah that's always in your control but it's hard to just you know it's hard to accept a lot of things, whether it's like a breakup, uh, you know, losing a loved one, not being able to compete. Yeah. Really anything. Accepting that you're unhappy or that, you know, you look the way you do and that's kind of how you're going to look. And it's sometimes difficult to be like, I'm unhappy and I don't know why I'm unhappy. That there's was nothing, the hardest part. There's nothing that's distinctly like going on that can make you unhappy. And then it could just literally be like a chemical imbalance. Like yeah. you don't know. People are clinically depressed and I'm, I'm no psychologist, so like I really can't speak on it, but it's like it's difficult. And I know people with depression, they get depressed and then 
they get nervous and anxious that they're making other people upset that they're not feeling that way because they're people are going out of their way to try to make them happy. And then they end up getting more depressed mm-hmm. and it gets just like a little like a slippery slope. But you have to do things that you love. And, you know, like, honestly, like who gives an F about what other people think? Like, yeah. That's like really like the number one rule of self love. Like, who gives an F? Yeah, you can't wear what you want to wear. Look how you want to look. You know, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Yeah, exactly. If you know, by me or yourself, as long as you're not hurting anyone or yourself. Yeah. So that means like, you know, if it means you don't have to be working out all the time, but but don't be you know doing things to your body that could potentially hurt you. Yeah, or like drugs or like or Yeah. yeah or. You know, things like that. Like, you do what you love, but don't do cocaine. Yeah. Like, that, or or do things in moderation. <laughs> if you, you know, if you, if you, if you like to party like that, don't, you know, it shouldn't be a Monday night. I would like to preface that um, I don't even know if I use that word right. Uh, everyone's been using it as of late and I don't really know what it means. Preface? Like, yeah. Like preface? <laughs> I guess. I don't really know. Uh, last episode, <laughs> last episode, Kat ex- and Jordan expressed that they were not in the crowd of people that do blow. And I went to say I wasn't either, but only in the recording you heard I was. And then so it sounds like I was in that crowd, <laughs> but I would just like to make it clear that I'm not in that <laughs> crowd. Do I know people who have done it? Absolutely. Do I do it? Never. I've never even like smoked a cigarette <laughs> or a vape. <laughs> Have I been in the room where it has happened? Yes. And I've left immediately crying because it scares me. It is crazy how like casual people just like whip it out. Oh, I was at. Or when people ask you if you have it, like you have it, I'm like. Well, you know what the thing is? is no. Like, I. <laughs> I do have anxiety. And- <laughs> I was like, I do have it. <laughs> like here now? <laughs> In Bellworks? <laughs> I have anxiety and I have a, a nervous tick where I'll rub my nose because mm-hmm. I'm nervous. I'll start scratching my nose. <laughs> one time I was out and I was doing this and this guy was like, oh, really, Sid? And he like motioned towards my nose and I was like, no, wait, like, no, I'm just nervous. <laughs> I don't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, 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 I became the Pillsbury Doughboy. I was like, oh, I, I didn't do anything. I have a funny story about like doing that too. Uh, obviously, as like freshman in college, or my first year at Rutgers, I was a sophomore, we snuck into a TDX party. Oh. We snuck in. If you're in TDX and listening to this, <laughs> My bad. Get better security. I, got, I, I have a lot of a lot of good friends in TDX now, so now I don't have to sneak in. Oh. Also, I don't go to frat yeah, parties you anymore. You're a grown man. You definitely I, I not, should not go out at college anymore, I, especially during a panini press. What's a panini press? The pandemic. Oh. Well, oh. You shouldn't be going places, especially during a panorama. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we get in and like. We didn't really sneak in very well. Like people saw us come in. They were like kind of coming after us and we like just like ran to a door and like closed it. Yeah. And then like someone was in the room. It was like someone's bedroom. And there was a guy in there. He's like, what are you guys doing here? And I'm like super non-confrontational. So I had no idea what to say. And my friend just goes like this. 
and for the, for those of you listening, he just did the little like the nose tap, the nose tap of like I need some cocaine, and the dude was like nice and just walked out. And he, I, I go what? And he, my friend turns to me and goes, "Frat guys love cocaine." They <laughs> like, do. It's it was so like, weird. It was like we thought like. Uh, I thought we're dead to rights. Like we're getting thrown out. Like we might even get into a fight now with like yeah. all these brothers. And there's like, you know, this is going to suck. And he just did the little nose swipe, nose tap. The the, the dude was like, nice. Just like walked Sweet, out. Bro. Just like cool. walked out. He's like, yeah, the bathroom's like right there. We were like, just I was like astonished. The I'm like, is it I, that easy? The first time I ever saw it, I was like, I don't want to be here. I don't know what's happening. I like left the room like in a panic. I was like, Sydney, calm down. Like you're going to cause a scene. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I need to call my mom. Like I- I'm so uncomfortable around drugs. It's like, and I went to a rave one time. I don't know how I ended up there. I don't even know how I ended up there. How old were you at the rave? <laughs> I was 21. Oh, okay. But people were like doing key bumps and I was like, what's going on here? They're doing the molly. But I was like, how did they even get it in? Because I got my bag searched and I got patted down. Keystered. Only butt stuff? Only butt stuff. All right, what a high note to end on. So. <laughs> Only butt stuff. And that's a wrap. And that's a wrap. Well, we're out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> Guys, honestly, like if I hope that this little conversation about self-love helped you. It was obviously really conversational. I'm no psychologist. I cannot give you advice. If you want to DM me and ask me for advice, I'd be more than willing. But honestly, I do not think I'm the person to ask. <laughs> I don't think I am. But I do have a good thought. Well, if you have relatable issues, relatable stories, reach out. Yeah. And, you know. Look in the mirror and if you don't love yourself, make a change. Yeah, you know what? Us girls got to sip. Do I know how to speak today? Am I having a stroke? You had this problem last week too. I know. I'm sweating a lot. (laughs) You're dehydrated. I am dehydrated. I do need to drink more water. You know what I really, I honestly, I'm an essential water person. I like essential water. I don't like Fiji water. I'll say it. I love Fiji water. No, I don't like it. It tastes like tap water. I don't like it. But it's different in a sports cap. Any everything's water everything's different in a sports, sports cap. Everything. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't like what you're alluding to. I don't like that. All right. Everyone. Everything. <laughs> See you guys. Us girls got to stick together. Same Self with, love. Same with you Treat men. Yourself. Treat yourself. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Yeah, don't be afraid to talk about your feelings, guys. It's okay to cry. I'm here for you. DM me. It'll be private. Keep your head up, King. You're crying all <laughs> hey. about. I was just about to say that. Hey, bless up, King. Why do you say that? <laughs> bless what up. What does that even mean? Bless up. You know, just like bless up. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bless up, Kings. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>